0: Today, I address you not only as a citizen of the United States, but as an American standing for all humanity. We are faced with the gravest of challenges. For the first time in the history of our nation, technology has been activated that attacks our constitution with the capacity to destroy our future.
1: Absolute proof of the biggest cyber attack in history. It's a takeover of our country
0: We must remove voting machines and any electronic devices from all elections forever. All of you praying with us need to know, we have the tools and evidence to prevent catastrophic results and we can secure our freedom. Everything that can be done to prevent this disaster is being called into service. The human drive for excellence, knowledge every step of the ladder of experience has been taken to expose the truth
1: let's take their country how are we gonna do it let's use it with computers so we don't even have to fire a shot
0: data experts have worked countless hours to bring forth the truth to the american people this is a war on national security this is a war between good and evil this is a war that will affect what our country becomes
1: I just wanna know everyone out there, all the evil that's out there, we are never quitting till we get to the truth, ever.
0: Through all the chaos that is our history, through all of the wrongs and discord, through all the pain and suffering, through all our times, there is one thing that has nourished and elevated our souls, and that is our faith in God and courage. We must be brave.
1: And I encourage you to use this time at home to get back in the Word. Read our Bibles and spend time with our families. We will get through this and get back to a place that's stronger and safer than ever.
0: Elections have consequences. These selections are transforming the spirit of our country. The focus of the entire nation must be on this event, the moment of truth.
1: God gave me a platform for a voice for such a time as this
0: we as a people must stand for the American dream. One nation under God for liberty and justice for all.
1: If the election of 2020 didn't happen, we would never ever ever have gotten to this great place we're gonna get to trust me on that ever. This was all God's plan. And we are in the
0: greatest revival
1: for Jesus in history. God bless you all. Thank
0: Mike you. Lindell presents Live the moment of truth summit on frankspeech.com. Sign up now.
2: Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 82 of the Patriot Review. I am fortunate to have been invited by Mike Lindell to attend the Moment of Truth Summit. I'm really looking forward to it. I will meet for the first time several of the content creators on Frank's Beach. And it's very, very important, the work that uh, we're all doing. And I appreciate you being along for the ride. I will provide some updates from the summit uh, just some short snippets for you so that you can check it out. Uh, like I said, it's uh, it's by invitation only and the, the premiere of Laura Logan's uh, movie uh, Selection Code is also going to happen there. So that'll be pretty cool stuff and I'm looking forward to it. So you can help me out by going to redbloodedpatriots.com and uh, donating a little bit if you would. Uh, help me cover the expenses of everything that I'm doing. Um, You can also help me out by going to uh, MyPillow and using the code TPR. That's TPR, the Patriot Review, and you'll get up to 66% off. And, of course, there's a lot of great sales still going on, including those uh, classic MyPillows for 1988, I believe. So you can check that out as well. So today we have a lot packed into the show. Uh, we're going to talk about sexual subcultures and we're going to talk about, um, we're going to get an update from Sean McBriarty, who, if you saw my show in the past, he's been on a couple of times talking about what he's doing in the state of Maine to address the, uh, the education issue with CRT and especially with the hypersexualization of our children. Um, he's a real warrior. I know that uh, he's under attack. Uh, he's being sued by the school board or the school district and counter-suing them so he's going to give us an update but before we go into that I wanted to talk to you about um, well let me let me take a step back so um I went to a family function this weekend and yet again um get into a debate about you know Uh, everything that's going on in the country and COVID and all this kind of stuff. And while it wasn't directly said, of course, you always get this um, talking down to as if, you know, you're absolutely crazy and you're a nut job. And then when you say something like, well, I do have the evidence. And of course you get the, well, what's the name? What's the name? And I look through so much data. Of course, I don't retain the name of every individual involved or, or who did every study. Um, but that if you make a comment, then you get the well, I don't need to look, to look because I know what the truth is. So basically, uh, those folks that say they're open-minded are really not open-minded. And I wanted to talk about that. You you get this uh, you get this look, as I said, or this this feeling that you're being called crazy, a tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorist, when a conspiracy happens, even when it's only between two people by definition. So. Not only are we not crazy, but let's talk about who really is. And if you look at it from the sense of Christianity, which is, of course, under attack all the time, uh, that's another thing that gets added on to it. Well, you're you're Christians, you're automatically biased, you're automatically racist, you're automatically homophobe, et cetera, et cetera. The same, the same uh, lines that we've been hearing now for a number of years that we know Uh, is absolutely not the truth. So again, who's really crazy? Well, let's take a a quick gander at it, and I put a list of things together. So first of all, the the uniparty. I'm not even saying that this is a leftist thing or a Democrat thing. I'm saying the uniparty. So those far-left fascists, and again, fascism, people like to say is a product of the right, the far right, but the far right and the further right you go, as I remind people, the smaller government you demand to the point of not having a government or be becoming an anarchist. So fascism is a product of the left. The Nazis were a national socialist party, and uh, and then we have corporatism. Uh, Mussolini's definition of what we're we're really facing in the United States today, as we see ourselves censored by large corporations, and we see the special interest of these corporations is really what our supposed representatives are focused on. And um, so that is where I'm coming from. I'm not picking on the left. I'm not picking on uh, the right. I'm picking on all of them. It's a uniparty that has pursued and uh, degraded and lied about us and our beliefs. For the first time since Ronald Reagan, I believe, a majority of the population is awake and understands that America, and by extension, Americans, are not being put first. It's pretty easy to see. We understand that our elections are rigged, that the working middle class is under attack, our freedoms are being taken away by globalists and corporate fascists, and those people are bent on creating a one-world government. There you go, you sound like a crazy tinfoil hat-wearing person again. Well, look at it in their own words, the World Economic Forum. Look at the information on Agenda 30. Look at their tabletop exercises that included COVID as early as 2001. Look at the fact that in 2018, millions of doses of COVID vaccine were purchased before the COVID vaccine was supposedly ever invented. Ask yourself why. They lie about us, they lie about Donald Trump, they lie because we threaten their power, we threaten their wealth, um, we threaten their perversions, which is the, pr- the purpose of today's show is to talk about that, and we threaten their future and continued dominance. So they openly mock us and the American way of life, uh, they, they mock and attack the Constitution that they swore to uphold. And they are lawless. They release thugs who burn, loot, and murder, uh, and assault people on the streets. But they illegally detain Americans, uh, American citizens who didn't even enter the Capitol. They lie about the 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 Capitol, and it basically, folks, is the American Reichstag fire. If you don't know what that means, look it up. Uh, but these people are political prisoners, and I had Jake Lang on. Um, directly talking to him from prison uh, a few shows back. I'll get to, I'll remind you about that at the end of the show. Um, So they called parents and Patriots terrorists. They forcibly remove, for example, a father who was upset that his daughter got raped by a boy who was allowed to go into the girl's restroom because he identified as a girl. Uh, They remove him forcefully from the school board meeting they call him a terrorist. They put him out on the media as if he's a terrorist. Then they also invade our homes and they detain moms who uh, are speaking up in school board meetings and have not been violent whatsoever. So they call us crazy. But what is crazy? You know, they sign massive bills. And again, I'm talking about the Uniparty taking actions to spend trillions of dollars they change our healthcare system and brainwash our children. And let's remember, they don't read these 2,500-page bills. Our representatives, who are supposed to protect our interest, don't even know what they're voting on half the time. And the biggest bills, the most major impact uh, that the, the the laws that they pass in the legislature, they don't even read. Uh, they don't also don't produce them. Their aides produce them. So. Um, let's keep that in mind and and, you know who's crazy they send millions of dollars to defend the sovereign border as they pull as they point out of the ukraine while they destroy our defense they allow millions to invade our country at the southern border they don't bat an eye we have china and iran we have china that is threatening uh, to expand increasing their military um, outspending us on that, and soon to surpass us on in military strength. We have Iran, who no doubt is closer to having the bomb, and nobody talks about it. We have we had a president who I watched a documentary, all of it that I could stomach anyway, uh, that that pointed out that Trump was this madman who had his his finger on the on the button for the nukes, right? And they talked about how unhinged he was. And they talked about the power in the presidency. And the question was, but what if you have uh, a lunatic in in the president's office? Well, let's unpack this lunatic. This lunatic wanted to pull all of our soldiers out, but got resistance in Afghanistan. This lunatic was the first president in well over 40 years to to broker a peace deal between Muslim countries and, uh, Israel. Uh, they don't even talk about that. They don't talk about that. This president fights against what Eisenhower called the military industrial complex. They don't talk about that either. All because it's, it goes against this narrative. They have to keep us uh, afraid, I think. And, um, They don't like President Trump because he was the first president in, man, I don't know how long, long time, to actually fight against this uniparty, to fight against the status quo. They lie about what he did. They lie about what he didn't do. They lie about everything. So the problem is that we are awake, and that's what they really do not like, and that's why they're attacking us. So, you know, they destroy our businesses, they force injections, they require masks that incubate bacteria, all for a virus that they created in a lab with 99.9996% survivability rate, and they expect to do it again. And monkeypox, take my word for it, monkeypox will be the tool that they use to do just that, or attempt to do just that. They do call us crazy, but they can't define what a woman is. They do find us crazy, but they demand we see biological men as women and biological women as men. And then we put them into our children's bathrooms, put them into our children's locker rooms at school, regardless of the age. And we're the ones that are crazy. Uh, They think that there are more than two genders. There are some of them in some states, like the state of Colorado, calling for abortion up to 28 days after a baby is born. But we're crazy. They encourage kids as young as two to identify as something that they are not. And certainly uh, incapable of actually thinking through what that really means. They promote surgery for these kids to mutilate their bodies. Something that uh, a lot of studies show, uh, you know, they regret very much later in life. And there's a high suicide rate among among uh, individuals who actually go through the change as well. So they're afraid of us, like I said, because we caught them red-handed in a lot of lies across the board uh, in both parties. Uh, and they want to have that status quo maintained. So that is what they're really focused on and they'll attack anybody and everybody who threatens that status quo. We, on the other hand, are demanding our freedom and we are demanding that our constitution be adher- adhered to and we are demanding that our representatives actually represent us. Enough of this garbage where, uh, everything there's the self serving individuals, uh, and you know, honestly, I could, I don't. I could probably count on both hands the number of people that I really believe are sincere in our uh, in our governmental system, and that you know, it includes my state. So uh, I'd love to know what you think about all that. Uh, I'd love to know uh, how you feel about speaking out. I put out a, a meme on uh, all my social media platforms. By the way, if you go to Frank Speech uh, Truth uh, get her, you know, I'm, I'm in all of them basically. So look for me there, uh, follow me there. It'd be greatly appreciated. So I put this meme out and it basically said, it had a picture of the founding fathers and said, these men, you know, lost a lot more than their Twitter account. So, uh, speak out and speak up. And I really believe that. And I think that, um, you know, we should, uh, we should understand that if we don't speak up and we don't speak out, you know, it's pretty much, uh, done, and we are uh you know in a lot of trouble so so let's get into today's topic so i was uh I was thinking about the uh sexualization of of kids in school and the hypersexualization within the curriculum, and that got me thinking about um, what type of subcultures are really out there and what do we know about them or what evidence or information is shared about them and i want to say this up front i do not care what you do in your bedroom i do not look down upon you if you're homosexual i i don't care it doesn't matter to me Uh, but what i want to present to you today are some things to think about uh as adults as to how we share this information, and when we share this information with our children, and how it uh, impacts our society and our culture. Uh, so think about that and and remember, I'm not judging you. I'm not judging anybody who's involved in any of these subcultures. It's not for me to do. You know, like I said before, they, they will attack you if you're a Christian, but if you are a true Christian, um, you're not going to judge these these people because uh, that's not for you to do. You can um, have your opinions and, I guess, judge the behaviors yourself. I told you how I feel. You may feel differently, and that's fine. We can respect each other. But when stuff like this is occurring, when we have uh, children here who are being read to by a uh, drag queen I don't know. If uh, he is trans and, or not, but um, there is no there is no purpose for this other than to push an agenda on a group of kids who are too young to actually understand what they're looking at, and probably honestly, uh, you know don't don't even think about it too much. Uh, but what's happening is they don't realize that this is being normalized uh and the, so the question is at what age is it appropriate to talk about uh sex at all um heterosexual sex included uh so you look at this and and my personal opinion is that these kids are way too young to be to be putting them in this situation um so so we have this um lack of concern about our children. There's a young gentleman who, uh, you know, identifies as a girl and was at a pride parade, and I understand even won an award. He's a seven-year-old uh, trans who wins this LA pride parade uh, award. Again, at seven years old, you know, I personally don't feel that uh, this Young boy is capable of making the decision that he seems to have made. He's got to be, in my opinion, encouraged by the people who are raising him to um, to adapt this persona. Um, so this is normal and this is okay, according to the to the left primarily. Um, and again, I don't care when you're an adult what you do, but we need to come to a a conclusion in America as to when is it appropriate to educate our children? That's what I'm asking. When is it appropriate to educate our children on all uh, sexual preferences? That's the question. Um, And number two is, when are we going to realize that biologically, you know, the left likes to talk about science. Well, show us the, the science and climate change. Well, I can tell you there's plenty of people out there who are very qualified, who can tell you that climate change is a hoax, that the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere uh, is not great enough and not uh, shifted or added to enough by man, mankind to actually make that much of an impact. Um, But that's a whole other subject. So this is normalized, right? And instead, this is attacked and villainized. Uh, normalized, villainized. Uh, Why? What is the purpose of villainizing a person who loves their country, who believes in the founding principles, who believes that the ideals that are set forth in the Constitution are timeless ideals? Since when is individual liberty uh, uh, time dated? Since when is it best if used by uh, it's not. That's the answer. They like to attack this person because she represents a danger to the status quo because she knows better. Uh, and honestly, folks, we all know better about this too, don't we? You know, it's uh, it's all over everything in the media, everything that is uh, shown to us as what is truly normal, right? Uh, We see it in movies, we see it uh, in TV shows, we see it coming out of actors' mouths, we see it in uh, talk shows, we see it in our schools, we see it everywhere. And that's an attempt to destroy our typical family structure and to destroy what has made America great, which is individual uh, critical thinking which is individual liberties and freedoms, which is the right to self-defense, and the whole idea of uh, parental control, parental oversight, parental rights, the whole idea of a nuclear family being the best situation to raise children in, that is all under attack because the end goal here is to reduce the amount of dependence that we have on each other and our family members, and to increase the amount of dependence we have on our government. Uh, and when, when they succeed at that, then we will be at their mercy. And that is what they know, and that is what they're doing, and that is why they are attacking uh, President Trump or Trump supporters, because we believe in the individual, and we believe that they should be there to represent us. And they really can't stand that too much. So there you go. So you know, I um, I was thinking about all these separate subcultures, and I actually was thinking about one in particular, and that is the BDS, BDSM lifestyle. So here, you know, all over the place, we have all kinds of um, exposure to you know sexual preferences and other than just your heterosexual uh, uh, type of preference. So, but I got to thinking about BDSM in particular because BDSM, imagine this, so we don't see adults in BDS, BDSM gear, if you will, demanding that their beliefs are taught to children in school. We don't see uh, practitioners of BDSM uh, being taught <laughs> tied down and giving a talk in the library for our children. Uh, we don't see kids strapped onto a bed in commercials, right? Why? Because that would be too much. That would be uh, disturbing for most people. And again, I'm not judging the lifestyle because it's it's adults and they can do what they want. Uh, but uh, we don't see that because it would be it would be too much. So what has happened over time? Remember when, uh, in the 1960s, Elvis Presley shook his hips and uh, people got all upset because Elvis Presley was, you know, making basically sexual gestures, according to them, on the stage. And then there was the Beatles and Rock and Roll is Evil. And, you know, those uh, those uh, things were were looked down upon by that, adult generation at that time or at least some of them so think about this so comparing that to what we're seeing today my next question for you is at what point in time is it okay to say enough is enough we have seen this gradual chipping away and that is the purpose that is done on purpose the the far left and the uniparty you know they they all want to continually push us down this road. Do I think Elvis was bad? No. Do I like the Beatles? Absolutely. But today we're talking about terminating the life of a baby 28 days after he or she was born. We're talking about pointing to young children in our schools that are white and telling them that they are they are. Uh, evil oppressors and pointing to the blacks in our schools and saying yes you're only 6 or 7 or 8 or 9 or whatever but you're never going to succeed because of the kids sitting next to you who's white we have come a far cry away from the days when elvis's dance moves were in question and that is the point at what point in time do we say enough so i'd like your comments on all this stuff and I appreciate them, and again, these are just my opinions. I don't look down upon anybody who, as an adult, makes decisions uh, what they do in their own home and and that sort sort of thing. But um, so you know, anyway, this uh, whole BDSM thing, you know, the other thing we don't do is we don't see the BDSM flag in our classrooms, which is a flag that looks like the uh, yin and yang, except it's a tr- it's a triad, so there's three. Uh, We don't see them flying from our embassy or our churches, you know, because the whole thing is about normalization of what we will take, what we will tolerate in the present moment. And that's the whole purposeful agenda that's going on behind the scenes. So, yeah, so you don't see that. We see adults that keep that BDSM behavior more in the bedroom or, you know, within their own community and You know, it's also a lifestyle that requires an adult with a developed mind to understand. And I think that's the same truth that exists for, um, transgender homosexuals. I mean, all those things, uh, there has got to be a time that we agree upon that is acceptable to teach our kids about it. And I think they should know about it. I think that, um, you know, that, uh, we should be there to help individuals, uh, come to terms with accepting who they really are and um but the question is at what age so somehow somebody who volunteers to be bound is less tolerable than talking about anal sex in first grade that's what it comes down to um let me read that again somehow somebody who volunteers to be bound down can be bound tied up is less tolerable than talking about anal sex in first grade Uh, in other words, one group, one subculture is not acceptable. The other is, and that's kind of the whole point of it, isn't it? Um, so we need to come together as, as adults and, and reach an agreement as to at what point in time this is actually acceptable. So I wanted to share that with you and I want to also show you something. So how did I go into the BDSM thing and what did I learn? I actually signed up on a website and I interacted with people within the uh, BDSM culture, BDSM subculture, and found out for myself what was really involved in it. And to be honest with you, I I met a lot of nice people. But sadly, I also met a lot of scammers. And you can't really probably see that. I'm going to increase that. So here's a text message. I started texting with some of these people and this gal here who called herself Nicole, she would text with me and she was talking about, uh, I was asking her if she could prove her identity, right? So I said, "I, I wonder, she said, you wonder what? And then I showed her the pictures of the license that she sent me to prove her identity. And the Circles there are the unique customer identifiers that appear on Virginia licenses. You'll notice the other two pictures. Well, it just so happened that those numbers matched hers. So, in other words, it was a fake ID, and uh, this is certainly uh, illegal. So, I sent her my license with my driver's number being altered, And, uh, so I sent her this note and I just said, you know, you could be reported to the FBI, uh, cybercrime division, and maybe I already did. So what I, why did I put that in there? Well, because the, the uh, dregs of our society are everywhere. So basically what I found is that There's this BDSM subculture and people were, you know, fine participating in their adults, whatever. But within that, just like everything else, there are scammers. But here's the problem I had, right? The problem I had is that when I thought about actually um, reporting this person, uh, you know, I discovered that there's a complaint referral form on the FBI's website. And I could file a complaint with them. So I thought about doing that. But then the first thing that came into my head was, well, if I do that, then they're going to look into me as well. And I am, remember, considered a white uh, supremacist, a terrorist, uh, by their own definition, because I believe in the Constitution. Because I believe in um uh, our representatives actually representing us so i honestly thought maybe i don't want to report it because I, I know what's going on around me i see what's happening around me and the truth is they probably all are already looking at me right um but my point is this that it, doesn't it suck that an american citizen has to fear to report an illegal activity uh because They're a true American patriot. That, to me, is absolutely unacceptable and absolutely disgusting. So that's that portion of it. I want you to think about those questions that I ask you. Give me your thoughts. You can do so, uh, you know, in my social media sites uh, where you're watching this. Please do share your comments. I appreciate it very much. We're going to come back and we're going to have Sean McBride on to update us on what's going on in The state of Maine and his situation with the school board. We'll be right back. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at mypillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for the Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800 519 9927. That's 800 519 9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now.
1: Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride, not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Welcome to
2: the show, Sean McBriarty. Sean is... A parent advocate and an activist—that's the good side of activism—for all of our parents, otherwise known as domestic terrorists. Sean's been on the show before and has talked about, you know, the need for really addressing what's happened in our school systems—from critical race theory to hypersexualization. Sean, welcome back.
3: Thanks, man. I appreciate uh, coming back. This is uh, this is really good to be able to do an update.
2: I'm glad you're here. And, and, you know, the people who have seen you, uh, know that you are probably one of the best known, uh, parent advocates in the country right now. You're getting a lot of attention, including legal attention. And if you would just tell us a little bit about what the update has been since your, your last appearance on the show here.
3: Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty interesting. Uh, the, uh, uh, we basically have had three lawsuits uh, kind of working through the process or have been involved in court uh, three times. And uh, one of the things that you know I say and, and we talk a lot about is, you know, when you're dropping truth bombs out of the B-52 and you're hitting the target, the flack is really heavy. <laughs> exactly. And so uh, it's, you know, constant flack for me. Um, some of it is because uh, uh, they just don't like the exposure. And so one of the quotes I had up here on the screen is uh, a great quote from Mark Twain. In the first place, God made idiots. This was for practice. And then he made school boards. And, uh, (laughs) you know, that's what we're dealing with around the country and especially in the state of Maine. So really, you know, an overall update on on three cases. Uh, The state of Maine had to dismiss uh, an improper influence charge that they uh, placed on me last year. Uh, this has caused probably $7,500 worth of legal bills. Um, and luckily I've had some great folks donate to that, but that's still, you know, an ongoing issue. And we'll talk a little bit about donations at the end. And then secondarily, um, the biggest thing that's really, uh, drew some attention here nationally, um, really the Washington free beacon was the first one to really pick it up. And then it's gone through Fox and a number of other areas. Uh, but I had to sue my local school board. So I live in Hamden, Maine, where I grew up and graduated from high school, 1989. I moved away to Portland for uh, 25, 30 years and came back. And uh, when I came back, uh, because I had fought critical race theory down in Cumberland, where my twins had gone to school, uh, I had friends and uh, teachers up here that I knew say, hey, Sean, uh, you spoke for people down there. Would you be willing to do the same for us up here? And honestly, Jeff, you know, this is taxing, it's tiring. Um, This is unfortunately or fortunately become a volunteer full-time effort. I'm not working. I quit my job in June of last year. And uh, so I, you know, the more information I found out about the hypersexualization of minors and what was being pushed in this middle school here in town to 11-year-old kids, and we'll speak to that, Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe what I found. And so the whole issue really, uh, when you look at this thing is, it's, it's exposing the, again, hypersexualization that's happening, mm-hmm. and it's a direct effort of uh, the Maine Department of Education, the MEA Teachers Union, and uh, really the Democrat-run substance of America. But back to the point, the reason just they a second. hear me...
2: Um, I'm not being rude. I'm going through my phone to see the episode <laughs> that we talked about all this okay. so that viewers can go back and watch it. So go ahead.
3: All right. No sweat. Uh, you, you want me to keep rolling?
2: Keep rolling, yeah. I'm gonna. All right, all right. Okay. I should so, have done this before.
3: Sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. So, uh, so I had to sue my local town school board because they tried to throw me off campus. This guy Heath Miller, the school board chair, uh, tried to throw me off campus, a public, you know, school campus in this town that I live in, taxes that I pay to, because I was exposing him and, uh, the main teacher of the year, Kelsey Stoyanova who put out a book list that contained anti-father, critical race theory, LGBTQ, transgender, trans stripper, drag queens, and then also hardcore child pornography. And uh, I went to the microphone uh, back in April and I exposed some of this. And, uh, you know, again, cover your virgin ears. I said hardcore anal sex when I was trying to describe a book that was Uh, presented to 11-year-old middle school kids by Kelsey Stoyanova.
2: Yeah, I remember including a book with pictures, folks. It wasn't... Yeah,
3: and it's, you know, it's just... These are books, Jeff, that if you tried to read uh, in a middle school playground around kids, you would be arrested for pedophilia. Um, But if, you know, a teacher or administrator in a government-run K-12 school provides this the children to these minor kids... It's somehow okay. And in no universe should it be okay. Now, one of the issues uh, that's plaguing America and plaguing Maine uh, parents is cancel culture. So, what Keith Miller did, again, trying to cancel me out of being able to provide public comment, continued exposure of this hypersexualization and just this pornography, um, caused people to step back. Now, I'm hoping that because uh, the judge, an Obama appointed judge, ruled in favor of us here initially to give us a temporary restraining order negating them throwing me off campus we hope that that school board is going to see and read uh the writing on the wall that they shouldn't continue to use taxpayer dollars to fight the constitution um well, there's you know, only think, two things oh go ahead Jeff.
2: I, I think sean that um first of all that was episode 60 the, the that we looked at and people if you go to that episode um the Patriots who watch this show you know what I've, what's already been done, but we've laid out all of this. we gave examples of books and everything else um you know, but um what I wanted to say was it's it's because of parents like you, people like you and the other people that have- ro- risen up across the country to go to these meetings it's i in my opinion I want you to 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 verify this or tell me why it is or isn't but when I look at things it's like um when we first started all this, people didn't know what to do. And now there are people that are going through the motions and actually laying the groundwork. This is how, this is what you need to do, right? And and I think it's getting to the point now where our side is in a better position to actually win in this. And because we're the ones that, I mean, it's just common sense stuff. There, There's a purpose for education and it's not sexualization, right? Whether it's about Any whatever sexual preference it is, that's not what they're there for. And that's our message. And I think that is is a common sense message. Uh, How do you you feel that uh, we're gaining ground as a group? Or do you think that we're still, you know, uh, treading water at this point?
3: Yeah, I, I think some of the things I say, Jeff, is I don't know if the tide has turned in Maine uh, or across the nation. Certainly other states are far more advanced in this than we are. One of the things that I fight is we've got a Democrat governor, House, Senate and, and attorney general's office. So I'm already fighting uphill, uh, you know, trying to push Damn. a snowball uphill, you know, when it's really hot out. But in hell. I, I think <laughs> I think the uh, the point is, though. You know, whether or not it's me or other people across the country uh, who are who are pushing back, I'm hoping, again, some folks are starting to gain uh, a confidence level to say, okay, uh, whether or not you agree with my tactics or the how I've done things, you know, I haven't done everything right. But again, there are no uh, fair rules in war and we're in a culture war. Right. So but I, I say to parents, like, hey, just take one step forward. You don't have to run a marathon like you and I've been running. Take one step forward, maybe just go to a school board meeting, watch the degradation of democracy and action in these in these, uh, you know, school buildings of the, the school board meetings or figure out what's going on with your child's cu- curriculum. Figure out if they're uh, being sent surveys in school that you don't know about. Uh, find out if they are trying to hypersexualize or push critical race theory or when you talk about critical pedagogy as an overall umbrella Uh, You know, these things are happening in every single school because at least in Maine, every school subscribes to the Maine Department of Education. And again, the MEA Maine Teachers Union, who is probably 95 percent registered Democrats. I think that's a great point.
2: I think that's a great point. You know, you have to as a parent, you have to ask where where does the curriculum come from? What are you purchasing as a curriculum for uh, educating our kids with? And You know, when when I was a kid, when I was young, um, I remember schoolastic, for example, you know, and and schoolastic being used and getting the book club thing and all that stuff. And I think most parents think, oh, well, you're getting the same education that I got and schoolastic is great. I remember that. But it's a completely different animal. today. Right. So you do. I think your point is a good one that you have to kind of arm yourself with the information as to what's really going on. That's the place to start even before you push back. Because you're going to want to, you're going to want to reference those uh, those things, right?
3: Yeah, I had uh, last night I had a new school board member ask me uh, at a GOP meeting that I spoke at, you know what would what would your advice be to new school board members? And it's kind of the same to parents. you know know the policies of the schools. All of these policies are available online. they're easy to read. They're all the same pretty much across at least in the state of Maine because Drummond Woodson, the legal arm of the school systems out of Portland, Maine, has pretty much tried to push this same policy across every single school. They all look the same. So understand the policies, and then understand Robert's rules of order and what you can do and what you can ask. But again, you know this this really this whole situation is about the First Amendment and right. something that is you know near and dear to both of our hearts. The only two things you can't do with public comment or presenting your protected free speech is one, use obscenities, and obscenities are not covered in the First Amendment. However, Obscenities are very hard to define. Um, it's more like those seven things you can't say on TV from George Carlin. Um, but again, <laughs> me saying hardcore anal sex at a school board meeting is pretty benign compared to what they're actually reading in these books. Well, you know, it's
2: funny. What's funny about that is it's somehow it's not acceptable to say that in a meeting with adults in the room. But it's OK to say, <laughs> you know, with yeah. with eight year olds. And, yeah. you know, and that's, and that's what I'm talking thing. about, common sense.
3: And, right. And then the second thing that isn't protected under the first amendment is inciting violence. Um, now right. I'm a six foot tall, 225 pound white guy with short hair. And so uh, for whatever reason, I'm intimidating to a lot of these teachers. Yeah, well, now I've never tra- heard a fly.
2: Right. Right. It, it's it's laughable. I mean, what, what, right. uh, what they're doing is, is, is laughable and common sense prevails and it will prevail, I believe. Um, so Sean, uh, where do people go to not only fund, you know, help fund your effort, but to kind of follow you and track your progress and, and what you've done and get some information about what they need to know?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I have a Give, send, Go account. Give, Send, Go help the Canadian truckers. Uh, give, Send, Go slash Sean McBriarty, just my name together. Um, and uh, folks can instant message me. I've got PayPal or Venmo. Um, You know, I got a bill uh, for my first lawsuit, which, again, uh, really quickly, uh, the next town over Herman is trying to sue me again, First Amendment for hazing a teacher who is the paid faculty advisor to a gay sexuality alliance and received a grant through her main teachers union to put up a 40 book transgender display with 63 genders on a placard. Mm -hmm. Um, Her name's Mallory Cook. And so uh, that's the first piece. I've got a twenty thousand dollar bill from my lawyer on that we've probably put $50,000 into this lawsuit in Hamden that we're trying to hopefully uh, help them settle. Um, but yeah, give, send, go, Sean McBriarty. I do a podcast called main source of truth. I've been doing that three or four months. I've got some great people across the country. You mentioned uh, some of the other leaders that are out there fighting this space. I've had uh, about a dozen of them on, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, you know, YouTube, Facebook, you know, whatever you want to do, it's all under Sean McBriarty.
2: Yeah, and it's it's S H uh, A W N M C capital B R E A I R T Y. So, yes, sir.
3: if you've got it right, it's E air in the middle. That's an easy way to
2: remember it. There you go. So uh, <laughs> definitely, I mean, you're one of the you're I think on the forefront of of the the people that I know about for sure. And um, you also have a countersuit, correct?
3: Yeah, so, uh, well, there's two things involved. The the, the suit, there, There's two suits, and that's the confusing piece. So one school district, Herman, next town over, is suing me. I had to then sue Hamden, and then we haven't decided yet if we're going to counter sue Herman back. Uh, we are, again, asking them to stop using taxpayer funds to fight the Constitution of the United States. It makes no right. sense. Absolutely. And again, these school boards and administrators think that they are protected under some hazing rule Uh, I'm not giving teachers wedgies in the locker room. okay? I'm not hazing kids. (laughs) I'm calling out. Yeah, I'm just calling out the facts that are that are going on. And in my opinion, uh, you know, some of these teachers are unfortunately grooming children. And we've heard that term. That term's been thrown off Twitter, off of Reddit, off of Facebook. You can't use the term groomer anymore. Well, again, how do you know we're hitting the target? when right. the flack is exactly. heavy and and you know so Look, you sent <laughs> so me anyway.
2: a, you sent me a video of you addressing the school board uh the most recent one you sent was i have to say folks very kind very uh, courteous very direct however in what the what really is going on and um a very genuine video so please I, I just like to say to the viewers you know please support sean's effort because uh it can be used as a springboard Across the country, and I think that's important to point out. So, please go to his GoFundMe page and donate generously because it's a very. Give very, send very, go, Jeff. Give give, give send oh, go. GoFundMe go. is a
3: leftist company. Yes, we can't yes. use them. because They threw yeah. me off. So it's yes. give send go slash Sean McBride. That was a slip. Right?
2: So <laughs> give send go give send go yeah slash Sean McBride and give generously. Uh, I appreciate Sean everything that you're doing. Appreciate you being on. We will definitely follow up and and have you back on and see what the latest is. Thanks, Jeff.
3: I I really appreciate uh, getting to know you and establishing a friendship. And I think in this space, we all have to keep each other pumped up and uh, do the best we can against this giant corporate media oligarch that we're all fighting against.
2: Yeah. You know, one last thing, folks. don't let people define you so you know you get automatically you get called bigot and everything else and homophobe and and you know that's not it we just we don't give a crap i and i'm talking collectively and i believe in 100 percent. we don't give a crap what people do in their own bedrooms and under you know adult consent and everything else that's not our point our point is that school is not used should not be used For this type of messaging, I mean, they're there to learn the sciences and reading, writing, et cetera, et cetera. They're they're not there to be shaped into some kind of a a social justice warrior. And I think that's right.
3: Well, Jeff, just a real quick to put a kind of a a point on that. um, 62 percent of Hamden Academy, the high school here in Hamden, 62 percent of students are below or well below the state guidelines in math. So think Mm -hmm. about that for a little bit. They might know how to pick their pronouns, uh, but they don't know how to balance a checkbook. Um, unfortunately in Maine, only 36% of fourth graders read at a proficiency level. So only one third of the kids can read in fourth grade. And it's the same number, 36% in eighth grade know how to do math. So you've got a bunch of people walking around here. And again, you know, we can go black helicopter theory another day, but the dependence on big government is exactly the plan. And so when you start speaking down that road, sometimes parents don't quite understand and they can't connect the dots, but because you and I have been in this space for several years you can see the end game and the end game is every June, they want to graduate little socialist Democrats who don't know right. what they're doing. That's what's what, been the, working. The,
2: yeah. And, and just the, I think the connecting piece there is that they have to destroy the family to, to really exactly. get the dependence put in place, the dependence on the state, which is what they're going yeah. for and destroying yeah, the last, frankly, destroying America and Western civilization. That's no the doubt, whole Jeff. mission. And, and,
3: yeah, and, and the last plea, I guess, I would say, as a father, is where are all the strong fathers out there? Um, you know, it, it, it's uh, it's interesting because people ask about my girls a lot. My twins will be almost 20 here. Well, they'll be 20 in September. And uh, my twins are, are two of the most uh, beautiful, well spoken, uh, intelligent kids you'll ever meet. And that drives the left crazy because they think I'm a uh, misogynist, racist, homophobe. That's the trio okay. they come to. None of that stuff is true, as you just said. So the thing is, is, you know, again, we need strong fathers to stand up uh, and, and make sure that their children are aware of what's going on. And frankly, do the homework necessary to pull your kids, make a plan right now in August to pull your kids out of these government run schools before the new school year, because it's biblically bad.
2: Right. Well said. Uh, Thanks Thanks again, Sean. We'll definitely have you back and, and uh, go into this more depth and maybe talk about the global picture a little bit more. So appreciate it. Uh, Do consider your friend and we'll talk again.
3: Thanks, man.
2: Right. So there you have it. uh, Sean and I, uh, exchange checks on a frequent basis. It's good to have him back on, and we will bring him back on again so we can get an update on how his cases are progressing. A couple things I told you I would uh, share with you. Uh, episode 79 was the episode that I talked with Jake Lang on, and I'm going to keep reminding you, please donate to uh, j6truth.org. That's j6truth.org. You can go to the website there and donate some money to help uh, fund the defense for these patriots who, you know, really are illegally being held as political prisoners. And of course, you know, for those that did damage and all that stuff, uh, any reasonable person would say that they should be punished in accordance with the law. But obviously our justice system today is very skewed and, justice is not uh, given equally. It is not due process, and there is not equal treatment under the law, and that can't be tolerated for for anybody, regardless of what their political viewpoints are. Also, I want to point out to you that you need to go to FlemingMethod.com and uh, print and sign the call for indictments letter for Crimes Against Humanity, and if you don't believe this, go to FlemingMethod.com and check out all the data that he has there. I strongly believe you will after you read that, but uh, again, FlemingMethod.com, call for indictments. The link is on the center of the menu on the top bar, and you can print and sign letters that you'll send to your state DA and AG to start the process of indictments. So that's the show for today. Now, I want to end with a video that I've shown on a few different occasions. And the point of this video, the point of sharing this video is this. Have we really spent the blood and treasure of this country over our entire history? Think of all the people who have fought and died, not only for our freedom, but for freedom around the globe. Are we really going to allow this uniparty, to destroy our country after all that blood was spilled for individual freedom and liberty according to our Constitution. So I put this video together, and let that question bounce around in your head as you watch this, and I will see you next week.